In Dumeria, a land where adventuring is new, mysteries and curiosity await our dummies. So stick around to see what they will do. Welcome to Adventuring for Dummies. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Adventuring for Dummies. My name is Gary Feehan. I am the Dungeon Master of our silly little story. Hi, I'm Dave McTighe and I'm playing the Elven Gunslinger, Darby Galandry Flashgear. And in for a spot of counselling? <laughs> no, how dare you. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm Dave McInerney and I'm playing Gwen Cobbleson, the Demiborn Wizard, and Paranoia Pariah. <laughs> you said that so whimsically. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice it's contrast. How Everything. It's yeah. how I feel in my. It's how I feel in my heart. <laughs> okay, I'm David Sheeran. I play Ivor Ironclad, who's manic for the meeting of minds. Hey, nice. And I'm Billy Stewart, playing a simple Southern human clerk barbarian, and his defendant. Ramsey the goat. <laughs> and he is not a cat. He is a goat. I was so unsure. I was like, why? What? And then it was like, oh. Oh, okay. yeah. So the whole draw. Yes, yeah. I do I declare. I, I do declare. As I live and breathe. This <laughs> case is thrown out of court. Um. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Excellent. We should all just talk in fake Southern accent for the whole thing. Heck it. Um, no, what if I need it for another campaign? Come on. <laughs> yeah, give, them, give them a taste, you know? Give them a little sizzle. Um, excellent. Right, so we will kick off with the recap and then see what's going on in this council. Panic. Gwen received a frantic message from Dipera saying that Laurelbank is now in the hands of Audrey Valley, who has also taken control of Dense's forces from her. Gwen, Ivar, Stefan, and Ramsey then sleepily discussed what could have possibly happened. Is Taramara involved? Have they been taking over Audrey? Have they taken over Tipera? It's all too soon to tell. Meanwhile, Darby was awoken by the sounds of Stanley arriving at Rosegear Manor with similar news. Darby ra Darby rushed... Darby rushed to his family home to find his father also in a panic, relaying a similar message to the one Gwen received. Tyrell then asked Darby to gather all his friends for a meeting with the Council of the Mines. Darby arrived then at the Topaz Axe to collect the gang and headed to the Council building, but not before some arguments about this possibly being a trap. Arriving at the council, they helped themselves to some light refreshments as Tyrell briefed them ahead of the meeting. Then finally, they made their way into the council chambers to find the speaker, the five minds, and Harvey Wickerspell, the head of Dents in Gizmobrook. And that is where we pick up as the speaker uh, raises out of his seat and gestures for you to take a seat in the upper pews. Um, but before we... Um, get into it i just want to ask one important question how excited is stefan right now so excited i get to see all of the mines in one place it's going to <laughs> <laughs> i thought so and... honestly i hope they find us guilty just so we can spend more time with them 
Uh, not sure you're, that's you're exactly twisted. how that works. That's kind of twisted. That's like, yeah, that's twisted. <laughs> twisted? Yeah. Me? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, as you enter into the room, as I said previously, um, uh, Erky Windwander, the speaker, um, stands and with his arm gestures for you to take your seats above the mines to your left. Um, Erky, um, a very wizened, older-looking gnome, but still very bright-faced and sharp-eyes with a gentle smile, um, kind of nods at you from his pew and um, shows you up to the left. Um, Tyrrell um, uh, nods and directs you up into your seats um, where you are sitting kind of on the left side of the chambers. You're sitting behind two of the mines. Um, you are sitting behind um, Kellen Bunsen, the alchemy uh, mind, um, another very old gnome. Most people in this place are old. Um, a very old gnome. Hey, it's politics. Everybody's old in politics. Um, a very old gnome with kind of a very classically mad scientist hair, um, um, doing a lot of like fidgeting. Um, also beside him, uh, a fan favorite or a party favorite at least, Garrett Stoutgrass, um, the uh, mind for agriculture. Directly opposite where you're sitting, you see in the upper pew, similar to yourself, um, Harvey Wickerspell, the head of Dent. Below him in the mines booths uh, are two more mines. To your right is Valoptima Pingun, the security mind. And with her, in, always with her, is her um, personal bodyguard automaton, the very first of this Gizmobrook guard the, um, of her own making. Um, this is the original prototype that she keeps um, developing and in, enhancing and improving, and that eventually filters down into what we know to be the Gizmo Brick Guard today. She pretty much never leaves anywhere without it. Um, right beside her is Mina Bridgerton, um, who is the civil engineering mind. Um, uh, quite a well put together female gnome, loads of notes sprawled out in front of her on the desk, very neatly organized. Lots of notes, but very neatly organized. Um, and before anyone noticed or says, I wrote Bridgerton before the TV show, so I came up with the TV show, basically, what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> She's got a petticoat and everything. Yeah, no, it's just because she loves bridges. Um, and then finally, um, um, on the other side of the room, two the speaker is the final mind, which is Zach Sprocket, the mechanical engineering mind. So this is who um, Stefan encountered briefly on his morning run. Zach is the um, leads all the factions of inventors and engineers within the city, and as well um, holds many of the um, coin purses of um, Gizmobrook, and he holds them very tightly. And that is pretty much who you see in front of you. Um, so that's everyone um, and yourselves. And then the only other entities in the room are the two Gizmobian guards standing at the door that you entered, which is now closed. Any questions? Uh, uh, so we're not, no one's missing, right? They're all here. Yes. So, um, so yeah. So you were kind of expecting or at least Tyrrell's information was that you'd be meeting all of the council, but yeah. um, it just shows, or it turns out that you're just meeting the mines. And it seems that Tyrrell is here as a kind of a, a bridge between the councils and yourself as the person involved that is closest to you. 
Okay. And, you know, not for me, because I know, but for uh, <laughs> everyone at home, is this the, like, the top tier one? Or which one is the, like, the one that has the most say over everything? The mines do, yes. So oh, the this mi- one is the most important. Okay. The mines are the top top tier um, head honchos of all of this. So the mines, the originally... Uh, some Gizmovian lore. Um, the mines were the first um, kind of gnomish leaders to come and set up each of their individual factions of invention and creation. Um, back in the ye old day, early BS, um, alchemy was the biggest uh, department and faction. But eventually things like mechanical and civil engineering started to outpace it. Um, and it's now the smallest, but no less important. Um, so, and and those kind of titles through legacy um, remained, and new people just came into those roles. Um, the other councils, council representative and the council of emissary, are are kind of newer in terms of age um, as to when people started to come to um, Gismbrook and need, you know, need factions and need leadership, um, and as well as the emissaries who represent other areas of Dumeria. Cool. And um, Gwen wants to know then, uh, what's like, what's the energy in the room? Like, what do they, um, what do they, uh, yeah, what vibes am I getting? <laughs> Give me a vibe. Do you pass the vibe check? I want a vibe check, please. <laughs> Give me an insight check. Oh, okay. Um, that is the vibe check. I got a nat 20. I am not uh, shitting you. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, beautiful way to open. Yes. <laughs> this yes, is this, okay. see, these are the times. She she makes them count, I think, sort of, kind of. I don't know. Okay. Hmm. okay, starting as how I introduced them. I'm sure why not. Let's start in that direction. Um Erky, the speaker, seems incredibly calm and incredibly um, put together. You, With the National 20, you definitely get that that is his role entirely. Um, it's to remain um, steady, remain impartial, and to keep things moving. Um, it's not that he's emotionless, he's just um, calming, almost. And that's exactly how you feel from him. Um, a gentle smile, bright eyes, looking everyone directly in the eye, um, just getting ready to lead the meeting. A good bit of um, energy from him, cool. Yes. Um, next then we have Kellen Bunsen, um, completely erratic. Um, uh, seems very alert and very interested and looking around and kind of every time he makes eye contact with someone is giving them like a, a kind of a, like a, a deranged little smile, but it seems harmless. Um, but as he, the more you're sitting around, um, he seems to like switch almost on a dime to being this very like um serious postured um and then someone will say something and it'll make him start laughing and he'll go a little bit more erratic again um okay, so, so some jekyll and hyde energy from them okay cool um next then is gareth gareth uh who you've encountered before um seems concerned um has a little bit of the pyrrhal energy of had to put himself together very quickly, um, yawning, um, but still very taking it very seriously. Um, next we have Veloptima. Veloptima is stone faced. Um, <laughs> she is not up for any of this. You can see that she is a pin drop away from exploding in some sort of 
fashion, Ooh, in okay. rage, in anger, they're the same thing, in some emotion. She is on a pin drop, but she's holding it in. Mm. Um, next, we have Mina. Mina seems very worried. She is constantly fidgeting with her papers. She is reorganizing her impeccably organized desk every 30 seconds, as if she's looking for something. But you can tell that n she's looking for nothing because she is the kind of person that knows exactly where all of her things are at any one time. Um, then we have Zok Brockett. Zok is looking worried. Um, but with natural 20, you think that he always looked worried. Um, you see okay. him kind of muttering under his, his breath to himself, um, kind of like cursing the air and cursing the situation. Um, the vibe in the whole entire room is very mixed. It's, it's, it's on a nice edge. Of course it would be. But mm -hmm. it's, you think that each one of these people individually could do something rash for a different reason at any moment. Harvey Wickerspell? That's another person. Don't you, I, oh, don't you worry. I was not letting you not, not send that boy be in here. I forgot about Harvey for a brief second. Harvey looks uh, natural 20. Harvey looks concerned. He looks different to the night of the Considerporium. Um, where during the Considered Forum, he looked very, almost kind of stone-faced in, in his own way. Um, and he was very, you know, listening attentively and all of that. But here, he looks worried, but he is fully trying to hide it. And he is convincing everybody else except for you. Gotcha. Um, he, you can tell that he is an incredibly hard person to read because that is his job. And he is doing it incredibly well. But you can tell that he is slightly worried. You can't tell exactly about, well, obviously, he needs to talk to them. But you can't, he's not looking directly at someone or at anything or fidgeting or working. He's just sitting there with his arms um, gently crossed at his lap. But you can tell that he's worried about something. Okay. But nobody right. else can tell that. Unless okay. you also roll in at 20. Go for it. Cool. No, no. Well, well. I, I just was a part of the vibe check was to be like, does anyone kind of like look at us with the, like a bit of a sneer? Is anyone like, you know what I mean? Okay. Am I yeah. getting into reaction of like, oh, yeah, yeah, we can. Or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Any any, any negative vibes? <laughs> uh, any us. negative vibes? Natural twenty. Yeah. Absolutely. Zach doesn't like you. Velaptima doesn't like you. Gareth. Um. Gareth kind of welcomes you a little bit warmly, but doesn't want to be seen to welcome you too warmly. Yeah. Okay. But on the friendlier side than the other two, yes. which is fair. Um, Kellen uh, frantically waves as you all enter. Um, you can't really tell if if he's, you know, acting erratically or he's it's a ploy. We're not sure. Um, Mina hasn't really given you much um, notice. Um, okay. Who else have we? Why do I put so many of my NPCs in a room? Um, Harvey and then Erky, I think, is the last one. Erky, yeah. Erky is welcoming. You can't really tell from Erky um, up or down. Again, it's the same as the the original um, deciphering of him. He's just, he's here to make everyone in the room feel equal um, and, you know, get the best out of the meeting. That's his whole entire job. Um, and Harvey is giving you nothing as well. Plus, He's giving me worries. He's giving you worries, but he's giving ye as a group nothing. Okay. He he nodded 
and you know did the correct level of eye watching as you took your seat but as soon as you sat down his eyes went directly to Erky. um i obviously won't give everyone all the information but i might do like a quick little message and be like okay to to maybe to um to ivar and just be like okay oh wait you but can't cast message oh i fucking hate this room bollocks <laughs> Uh, I appreciate the efforts. You would remember that. You wouldn't even try. Yeah, no, that's true. We have, you know, it has been a while since we recorded that episode where you found that information out, but Gwen literally found that information out five minutes ago. So that's very true. Well, then, can I say in Dwarvish, maybe under my breath, just um, like Tima, like as in Velop uh, and Zok. And then just be like, uh, like you know, say the two names and be like, uh, caution, like duh, duh, and then caution. Just those three words in Dwarvish. Well, like their names, obviously, and then, mm. or like I don't know, say their. You can say like a code say, name or something in Dwarvish. Mechanical security caution. Yes, exactly in Dwarvish. Yeah, because he knows, doesn't he? He kind of has a better no, no, knowledge than I do. Again, would it be fair to say that all oh, eyes are on us at this stage? All eyes are on you. As you entered, yes. As you're taking your seat, no. Um, okay. Zoc and Valtim are still looking at you, and this is kind of what Gwen... You can all see this. Like, Gwen got a little bit more piece of information, but the two of them are still looking at you. Um, in order for Gareth and Callan to look at you, they have to look around, so they're looking uh, yeah. forward. Um, Mina is looking at her notes, um, and um, Harvey is um, attentively waiting. I like tie my shoe or something and then do it or something so that I'm like, you know, break the, the mouth, the mouth thing. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Any other questions, queries before we kick into the the meeting? No, it's the farm's just flicking between excitement and devastation at this stage. Ivor <laughs> <laughs> Ivor seems he seems un- unnervingly calm as if he has a plan or he's accepted his death. Both options are, yeah, options. Choose your next yeah. word carefully. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah, yeah options. Yeah, you. <laughs> Jarvie just lets out a big yawn, looks at his pocket watch, and sticks a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> cigar? Where did he get that? He's a cigar smoker. That, that was uh, oh, established in like. That the... was established. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's... I never mention again. No, that's uh... completely true. I'm just surprised that like in the middle of a meeting, that's all. Yeah, your father gives you a sideways glance. Um, um, yeah, so y'all, um, y'all take your seat. Um, there is, is also like eerily quiet, except for like the gentle moving of, uh, people in their seats of files of paper, um, and the ever so, ever so subtle, um, rhythmic click from the automatons. But everyone takes their seats in a few moments that feel like a few minutes pass. Again, um, and says, "Well, welcome all. I'm glad you could join us. Um, we don't have a group name for you on file. Um, is there any particular way you would like? Do you are you a collective, or will we just use individual names for now? Uh, uh, we're we're still trialing a few names, so I suppose um, individual is fine for now. Absolutely. So." Uh, Stefan, Darby, Ivar, Gwen, and Ramsey. We are all here 
um, and he kind of just goes, he basically introduces everyone with all of their official titles. I've done in a very official capacity, and this is a very typical, seems like a very typical start to the meeting exercise, as everyone kind of stands up from their from their booth and nods. Um, it seems very archaic, because of course anybody who enters these rooms knows exactly who these six people are, but um, it is tradition. Um, and he goes, Tatana's getting up and appropriately bowing after each one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> correct. Um, so yes, Stefan and, and Tyrrell did that, and, and everybody else is looking around confused. Um, Jeremy actually knows the gig as well, believe it or not. I'd say oh, I yeah. would probably be following along as yeah. well. Maybe after the first one, you didn't catch it, but after everyone subsequently, you all, you all follow along. Um, uh, I, Gwen will nod or something. I don't know. She doesn't know what the bow is about. She's like, ooh. Erky <laughs> um, then stands um, uh, finally once again and goes, so um, there has been some questions posed to the council that we are now going to pose to yourselves, if that is okay with you. Uh, uh, yes, of course, speaker, yes. What was your involvement with um, Tipera Savoir during your time in Lower Bank? <laughs> uh, <laughs> she, she um, uh, did Tipera. come out straight with it, did you? <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, she had, some queries for us, um, uh, mainly through um, Officer Valley, but um, yeah, just our general knowledge of the area and of the sites around it. Did you work, um, if that is the correct term, with Tipera for long during your time? The correct term time? is blackmail. Go she kind of strong-armed us into working. She strong-armed you. We yeah. did some services in exchange for some goods for Tipera, yes. Very well. Um, you see that he's taking notes. Again, very non-judgmentally, just asking questions and, and taking some notes. Some other the minds are also taking notes. Um, and you mentioned um, Audrey Valley. What yes. was your interactions like with her during your time at Laura? Uh, initially, I was uh, I'm quite accustomed to the bureaucratic running of uh, cities, so I initially just went in with some queries about their records. Uh, eventually, she called us into a meeting, which um, mainly was around the uh, population of goats in the city, uh, if I remember correctly. Um, and uh, yes, uh, she she just uh, seemed curious in our work uh, or our gatherings. Yeah, after taking some brief notes and some brief silence that again feels like minutes when it was just mere moments, Erky asks his next question. Were you in any way employed to complete any work by the Department of Effective Neutralization of Silence Events? Um, I'll, I guess I'll answer on that one. Um, let's just say there was a, an agreement made um, that we would help with some work for the department um, and that 
it would, you know, maybe in future that we would, you know, be a consultation service or something or, you know, work with them in future. You know, Tupera could see that we were, you know, quite skilled and able to help with the work that, you know, the, uh, the department does. Um, and, you know, yeah, we came to a sort of an agreement about that. It was not, you know, let's say written in stone, but, you know, we were doing good together. So that's kind of how, how it happened. And are you privy to let us know the um, details of your agreement? Uh, it was kind of like we would help investigate some places um, because there was not, let's say, a word that we should not say, silence. Sorry, I know it's a bit of a scary you word. You were allowed to say silence. Cool. Um, well, it, we, not that particularly, but let's just say there was things going on, some things that you, uh, with, um, ooh, uh, you know, with uh, higher-ups in Laura Bank, and uh, yeah, we were investigating that, and, you know, in the future, we might work with the department on an even more official basis or something like that. Um, I know this is a bit unorthodox or unusual for sure, but, you know, we, we kind of got pulled into this, um, you know, through, you know, a twist in fate, let's say. And, uh, yeah, we were, you know, helped from there. Very much a provisional uh, provisional time of work to, in order to inform, better inform later employment opportunities, I suppose you could say. Yeah, like a trial run or, a you know, internship sort of but less formal than that which which of course we didn't we're not okay we were very formal as you can hopefully tell mm -hmm. um, at this it. moment uh, at this moment harvey speaks up uh, Ooh, girl and goes they were helping t para with her official mission during that time um and that's all he says um, uh, and, I will. Can I shoot a look at Harvey and just kind of do like a a nod, as in like, thank he, you, but also, yeah. He doesn't it's... look in your direction. He is still looking towards Erky. Um, Erky nods um in both of your directions. And goes, thank you very much for um that information, and thank you for the clarification, Mister Wickerspell. Um, continues to jot down a couple of notes. Um. Next question then comes, had you any dealings with Maester Friedrich during your time in Laurel Bank? I know some of you were students there. Did you know him in more than a Lyceum capacity? No, uh, no. we were, no. no. <laughs> uh, as in like he was, you know, he's obviously Together of the Lyceum and, and Laura Bank and everything, but no, uh, well, I didn't, and uh, I, I, honest, I don't believe that I did either. Pretty much, I beyond you, you know the seeing him at presentations, that was primarily my my most contact with him. Very good, thank you. Um, again, it's notes are being taken by some, not by others. Um, who you're probably going to ask who's taking notes because um, you're definitely going to ask that question. I am um, fully. What what is what is um, the developed team doing and uh, how is Zach looking? Developed team isn't taking notes. Um, Zach is taking notes. Mina is taking probably too many notes. Um, Gareth, Kellen isn't taking notes. Harvey isn't taking notes. Um, Kirill is taking notes. Cool. Okay. Um, 
Um, you kind of get the feeling that Tyrrell is acting like you're kind of almost secretarial, like he's doing all the official things, taking all the actions when you get actions, if uh, stuff you have to follow up on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, next question is, do you have any reason to believe why Audrey Valley may want to take power for herself or for selfish reasons? Well, as much as anyone can say why someone might do something, um, it seemed that Audrey did not approve of T. Perry's methods. Uh, I also know there was a prior relationship there with Audrey and um, T. Perry, so that is a little not muddy, but you know, there's there was definitely some some stuff going on there. But um, just from my own opinion and my own perspective, there seemed to be a little bit of um, maybe jealousy as well, or that she had done the wrong thing in in what she had done with Tipera, the choices that Tipera was made, and that was some kind of reflection on her, uh, and not what she would have done, basically. Um, I suppose at the time, I thought that she just didn't like this kind of change in protocol, maybe, or change to to the rules. Um, But, you know, I respected her for, you know, wanting to keep the city safe and keep citizens safe. But, yeah, I suppose um, this new information is uh, very out of left field. Hmm. Have you been in contact with Audrey Valley since leaving Dolbeck? No. Same quest same set of questions for T Para Savoir. Uh, <laughs> uh oh God. Uh yes. Um T Para notified me that there was something happening in lower rank um, that, uh, uh, yeah, that Audrey had um, taken power, so to speak, Um, that uh, Maester Friedrich uh, was absent. What else did she tell me? Sorry, the ask a question to Gary. Um, She told me that, she told me that, she told me. uh, She told me that. Here. Told you not to contact her. Told you to stay safe. Yes, not to go to Laurel Bank. I won't say any of those things, though. So yeah, I think I'll just say those the things that I did say. Also, maybe mention the time. Oh yeah, uh, before uh, only mo- moment. Yeah, not moments before, but uh, only maybe as you probably heard the news break. Um, perhaps it was tonight. Anyway. A part of our agreement with her before we left the city was to keep in contact with her. Just to True. make that clear. Very good. Thank you. Um, write down some notes. Um, he goes, Tipera Savoir is missing. Do you know who whereabouts? Did she mention that to you in her message? Uh, no, no me- uh, mention of where her whereabouts was was uh, mentioned, but I do believe that she um, fears for her safety, perhaps, and is uh, possibly why she is missing. Okay, thank you for that. Um, uh... Can I look at Harvey again to see what he thinks when I say that? I'm trying to. I'm just really trying to read any anything I can catch. I'm really trying to be like, <laughs> what are they thinking? Um, this whole time, Harvey is just looking to Erky, looking to you, um, very, uh, 
like yeah looking just looking at whoever's speaking very attentively used to, this is very much how he was during the consideratorium um mm-hmm. listening super super attentively um cool. can't really get exactly how he's feeling about it again because he's super good at hiding that kind of stuff yeah that's fine like yeah gwen's probably just trying to do like i don't know her best like mock trial kind of thing where you like mm-hmm. speak to the speaker but then also speak to the room and like is trying to use that to catch uh, <laughs> anything if she can yeah absolutely um a couple more moments silence pass erky um addresses um everyone um in the room and goes has anyone any further questions for the group or have the group any questions for us we will start um, with the group he says each of your names individually but for i will just say the group because it is tedious to say all your names all the time. <laughs> uh, with all due respect, Speaker, may Gizmobrook is fairly insular. I'm wondering what is your, you and of course the rest of the mine's interest within Laurel Bank's dealings currently? Or what, what has caused this concern, I suppose? So far, um... So uh, Erky begins to talk, and then Valoptima like cuts across him. Um, she goes, "This is an incredible security issue. If something like that is happening in a city so close to us, an issue could, like that could happen to us. We need to figure out why it's happening and how we can stop it. And why I need to." Pr-. She like starts looking around. It's like why we need to approve an increased security measure in in Gizmobrook. It's why we need to ensure that nothing like this happens here. It is why, and she turns around to Harvey, who's directly behind her, it is why we don't let Dents handle absolutely everything that has to happen with something supernatural in this place. And she specifically uses the word Dents, which is very flat. Yeah, what is a read? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can I interrupt when she's saying that or whatever, if, if that's okay? Not yeah. interrupt, but like when she's finished speaking, can I say something? Yeah. Um, oh, they're not ladies. They're like what? What? What's the official term that you would say? Just mind. Her name would be Mind Velaptima, Mind Gareth. Oh, I was gonna say Mind Pingin, but that's fine. Yeah, true. Yeah, first name is fine. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, Mind Pingin. Yeah, yeah, Mind. Uh, uh, yeah, Mind Pingin. I completely understand your your concerns. However, I I do believe that you know, as the minds are all here and all present, it does seem that you know, you're openly communicating with each other and do uh, are doing all the right steps. Um, you know possibly changing things with in terms of defense is, is, is good to have on, on the table, but you know, be be aware that like working together is, is a great first step. And you know, this is a freak thing, it seems. Uh, you know, it wasn't any vibes that we were getting from Audrey or Tipera that this shift would, would happen. So I completely understand your concern, but I feel it is um more unusual um as you finish talking, um, explaining your feeling to uh, uh, Velopima, Alan starts to laugh. He starts to erratically laugh and go, Alan does. <laughs> this is brilliant. I've heard no one ever talk to Velopima like that. This is hilarious. <laughs> um, and Velopima then like looks at you scornfully and then looks back at Erky and goes, clearly, we shouldn't have brought them in here. They're telling us nothing we don't already know. Can we just get on with things? Um, and Erky goes, 
mind pingen. Um, it was requested by a majority vote to interview the group. Can you please take your seat and we'll continue proceedings. Um, and mind pingen, if I may, if there was anything else you'd like to ask us more no. directly. Okay, that's fine. I just wanted Jesus, you to know yeah. that the option is there. <laughs> Woo! This is tough. Erky <laughs> um, goes, uh, the, or the speaker, should I say, using their official title. Um, the speaker goes, thank you. Now that we have everything back on track, um, Stefan, your question, um, though hastily and loudly answered by Mind Pingen, that is our concern here. It is to ensure that nothing like this happens in other areas, and it is our moral consideration to help the people and citizens of Laurel Bank and to ensure that they are being led by the correct people. Thank you, Speaker. I appreciate that, and thank you, Mind Pingen. Um, you get a nod from the Speaker, and not from Mind Pingen, Calthrace. Um, <laughs> any other questions? Um, may I just ask, in, in I suppose in general terms, uh, what you believe to be the state of of Laura Bank? I would love us to be on the same page and make sure that, like, as much as you know what we know now, what what do you know, or what were you officially told, or uh, what information were you given? Um, speaker retorts, yes, we were officially um, told. I'm sure Cheryl has informed you, or sorry, um emissary galandry um yep. <laughs> so we're to turn on the officialness um i'm sure embassy galandry has informed you that we do have other informants in um different cities um we have of course emissaries of gizmo brook stationed in every other major city and it was them with the help of some people from the lyceum that were able to keep in magical communications with us during Dense's occupation of Laurel Bank. Um, of course. And um, Harvey, did I mean, Officer Wickerspell, did you hear anything from your department um, before the switchover or anything of that nature? And he goes, No. I haven't heard a whole lot. It is still early days. But my two contacts one of them has taken control and the other one is missing so I am oh can i can i do an inside check on this sure <gasps> i shit you i will take a picture it's in the box i swear to, it's another one i swear to christ are you serious oh my yes. god wow um he it, like exactly. rolled off the edge of the two sides <laughs> in the corner oh no there's two dice rolls and two not 20s. Fuck me. Um, he knows exactly where Tipera. He knows exactly where Tipera is. Okay. I'm taking a picture and sending it to. We'll <laughs> post it or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, you, need to, you need to put it beside today's newspaper. That photo could be from yeah. whenever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, How do we know you didn't tamper with it before? Um. Take your yeah, tablet true. and photo Not... the tablet with the date. I yes. am going. I literally, that's what I did. I grabbed it. You'll get to see uh, the top of Gwen's little iPad. Um, she's on the time and date in the corner. Um, time and date is the corner, yeah. Yeah, 
he knows exactly where uh, Tipera is. Good. Um, and he knows more than he is saying. Great. That's all I need to know. Well, partly all I need to know. <laughs> um, yes. So he goes, uh, yeah. So he, he finishes saying that to you. Um, any other questions the speaker asks? Uh, uh, speaker Winvander, thank, thank you again. Um, I, I, I guess if if I may focus on us for a minute, is this inquiry just fact finding, or is there anything else uh, you wish from us? For the moment, it is um, fact finding. It is to be open with you about our intentions, which I feel like we have been and for you to be as open as possible with your involvement with Laurel Bank and the dense, or he doesn't say dense, the Department of Effective Neutralization of Science Events um, involvement with Laurel Bank, which we will discuss more on our feelings on that. Does that I appreciate that. Thank you. And it looks like a giant weight has been lifted from Stefan's shoulders. <laughs> um yeah ramsey kind of puts his his um uh puts his chin on your on your knee kind of comfortingly seeing that you need maybe a little bit of, a little bit of comfort i such a good boy um any further questions from the group um I suppose not really a question, more so just um, a point of information. If if you do require uh, us to come back, uh, uh, you know we're, we're happy to. Um, if there's anything we can do uh, to help, you know, ease your minds or in general just to uh, help, please let us know. Um, you know, I know um, Darby is a citizen of yours, but um, let us know. I would just like you to know that you know we're we're happy to help in whatever means we can. That is much appreciated. Thank you very much. Um, and then he looks around to the mines. Any further questions amongst the council? Um, yeah. So he, uh, everyone kind of shakes um, their head in various. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? V various states of shake. Some lightly shake, some angry, basically <laughs> shake. Can't think of words right now. Um, Multitudes of shake. Multitudes <laughs> yeah. of shake. Um, and you can probably guess who's shaking more and who's shaking. Mm -hmm. um, um, and then he goes, "Okay, for now that way doesn't he doesn't sigh like me. That was me catching my breath." Mister um, uh, Speaker, <laughs> if I may interject. Oh, absolutely. Go ahead, Master Friedrich. Disposed of our say fleeing what is the situation with him the the official communication i.e the communication that has been put out to the public by whoever is now putting out those kind of communications is that he has resigned as he feels that he is no longer able to lead Lord. He is handed over temporary martial control to Audrey Valley. That is what has officially been said. What we believe 
is that he is a prisoner. Or he has escaped. We don't know which one. He is very capable of doing the latter. But which one it is, we are trying to find out. Again, it is very early days. Our contact in the Lyceum and our emissary above in Laurel Bank are also trying to find this information. Thank you. But correct to be concerned, we are also concerned with his whereabouts and well-being. This is highly irregular for any leader of any size, faction, or group of Dumeria to do. If there's nothing else, I thank you, and you may now exit. We will discuss further um, what we discussed with you here today, and if we have any further questions, um, Emissary Galandry, we will forward them to you, and if you would uh, kindly be the point of contact for this group, that would be much appreciated. Um, Hirel nods graciously and goes, absolutely, speaker. Um, and the speaker again gets up, gently bows, and gestures his hand to the door in which the two guards' automatons then open and allows you to leave. Do, do Does it look like we're, um, Tyrell wants us to go back into his office, or what's the situation? Um, yes, yeah, Tyrell absolutely wants you to go back to, to the office. So, yeah, so you, do you, yeah, you all leave, you bow and exult. Um, mm -hmm. um, yeah, leave, Tyrell um, states for you to come back to the office. The doors are closed again behind you, and as soon as they're closed again, you can hear a couple of voices starting to crack up straight away. As in they're obviously talking about us as soon as we leave. As soon as you leave. Um, uh, yeah, so you make your way down. Tyrrell brings you back into his office. There's a, still a couple of his his team there um, organizing things. He gets in and asks um, everyone could have a moment alone with you. Um, they give you that. Um, he closes the door. Um, and very kind of like sigh of reliefy, he closes the door, locks it, and then like puts his back up against it and just goes, oh, I have meet with those people two to three times a week. But that time I was really, forgive my Elvish, shitting my pants. Yep. Totally fair, to be fair. That's yep, a, yep. Yeah. Wasn't sure if a little hadn't squeaked out, but I think I'm all right. How are all of you? And we will find out the answer to that question on next week's episode of Adventuring for Dummies. This is part one of Meeting of the Minds. And next week we will have part two where we will find out how the gang really got on in that meeting and how they're feeling afterwards. Thanks for listening. And until then, it is a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Hey, this is Dave of the Gwen Persuasion. Just to let you know, you can follow us on our socials by searching Adventuring for Dummies. And you can tweet at us at A4DPod or by using hashtag A4DPod on Twitter. That's the number four, not F-O-R. Uh, we would also love if you gave us a rating and review and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you guys next week.